Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Strong for Everyday podcast with me, Femi Olatoye. In today's episode, I'll be talking to Claire Johnson, who is a mindset coach, a personal trainer, fitness instructor, and an online coach. Claire is also a mum of one and an expert on the Strong for Everyday platform, a platform that is designed to empower mums to feel their very best through our system called the four M's. And the four M's are mindset, menu, movement, and me time. And today's episode will cover the M that is mindset. As Claire and I discuss all the things that are important in regards to mindset for mums, why it's important to have the right mindset to achieve your goals, and how as a mum you can make that work for you in your everyday life. To find out more about Strong for Everyday, visit our website strongforeveryday.club and follow us on Instagram at strongforeveryday. If you enjoyed this episode, then please don't forget to leave a review, rate this podcast and share it with your friends. And of course, share a screenshot on your social media, tagging myself and Claire. You can tag me at Fumi underscore Olatoye and you can tag Claire at Alpha Fit Female on her Instagram. I look forward to seeing your thoughts on today's episode and I really hope that you enjoy it. Welcome Claire Johnson as well. Um, I'm really excited to have you on today as one of the experts on the Strong for Everyday platform. So Claire, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, um, I'm Claire from Alpha Fit Female and I am a nutrition training and mindset coach, uh, specifically helping women and empower themselves to you know, live their best possible life and be the best versions of themselves and live with a little bit of a fierce and fearless attitude as well. Yeah, great. Uh, and so Claire, you are also a mum. You've mentioned obviously you're into training and nutrition, but how did you get into training yourself? Gosh, uh, it was around 2001, 2002, so about 18 years ago. Yeah. Um, I made the transition from working in corporate and doing the, you know, the commute into being a legal secretary. I was doing that um, every day and I just didn't really feel fulfilled. Uh, one of the things, I couldn't sit still. <laughs> I was just <laughs> wanting to move. Um, and then I, I was just really passionate about um, the body, how it moved, um, and you know, being able to feel healthy. And I've, I've always had an interest in nutrition as well um, growing up, and I just didn't kind of know where to go and how to take that. So um, I started training initially as a group exercise instructor, which was quite funny because I'd never actually really gone and done an aerobics class until I trained into doing it and I was like oh okay this is a great one right that's the music okay so I did that <laughs> um and then I found found a passion for it and then I went into um you know doing like the Les Mills programs like RPM body combat all of that and then moved into being a gym instructor um and then I was working on the gym floor then uh, you know, just added on and added on in terms of training qualifications, you know, becoming a personal trainer, moved into health club management, uh, both in the commercial sector and, um, you know, more in the corporate sector as well. And I actually managed a couple of different gyms for the government in London too as well. So I did that for a long time. Um, and then I decided to move over to Australia and I lived over in Sydney for seven years. And all this time, I, you know, I've always done teaching ever since I, I found my love for it and then also working within health and fitness um, whilst in Australia as well I moved into um, 
working for their largest personal training franchise studio system, if you like. So it was in their head office. They had personal training studios all the way throughout um, down the East Coast and they've expanded into New Zealand. And I did a lot of roles there, you know, training trainers onto their specific system. Um, I was there, their nutritionist, and I was creating TV content um, for, for the clients as well. Um, so, and, and like I said before, like always teaching as well. So doing the personal training, teaching, and also doing a lot to do with health and fitness uh, from a work perspective. And then also it was my passion. Um, and I got into competing up on stage, like doing, you know, like female bodybuilding <laughs> type crazy stuff, uh, but uh, for in the figure category. So, uh, you know, that was a challenge that I totally embraced and loved doing. Um, and I became second in Australia and I was Miss Sydney a couple of times as well. Wow. Um, yeah. And you know what, what I loved about it was just, each journey was different and what I learned about myself and you know what you're capable of doing um, you know when things get hard you're like you have to push through because you've got a goal so um, you know the the greatest thing that ever happened in all of those journeys was the actual mindset journey and you know what you go through from a personal development perspective and then yeah then I fell pregnant and moved back to the UK in 2014 and had my son in, in September 2014 and then started to learn about um, you know like I had all the qualifications and did the training worked with women before um, had had a baby but you know actually physically going through it and then you know having the knowledge and a little bit of experience with women but then getting your own personal experience I, I kind of combined all of that together um, and created a, a whole range of pre and postnatal programs specifically to help women um, and I shared with women the stuff that people don't tell you about what it's like to have a baby and, and when you're pregnant and you know like the hard stuff everyone says oh it's roses and you know it's going to be great and it is but it's also not at the same time as well, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of like my journey as trainer and mum. And then, you know, now he's a little bit older and, and things have happened. I've moved more into um, like the mindset um, side of things as well, you know, and helping women really feel empowered with their ability to be able to get the body they want through um, an exercise program through eating right for them as well and yeah. then seeing where how that builds their confidence and how um, like it increases and empowers their ability to believe in themselves where that can fall into other areas of life you know possibly where else they can go and dare to dream and go and achieve in other spaces too amazing wow <laughs> i love how your journey has inspired your career choice because you are obviously really passionate about this you're passionate from a point of view where you obviously went through it yourself and then going through pregnancy to seeing how that um, affects your training and how training affects your pregnancy and then like you said about the mindset having to push through when you were doing your competing and then I guess as a mum as well your mindset obviously having to be a certain way and I guess your competing days would have probably helped you as well and you know being a mum and how your mindset is now would you say that's right um my my days of competing definitely um have helped in terms of say like setting a goal yes. making a plan and getting towards it and, and having a, a path to follow i guess the the strongest mindset shifts that that you know i've had it is 
through enduring um, like things personally, but also working with a lot of people as well and seeing a lot of common themes come up that are, you know, holding people back. Um, you know, like, unfortunately, my marriage broke down when my son was probably about one, one and a half. So mm -hmm. I've done the whole journey pr pretty much on my own whilst trying to do everything else as well. And doing that, it kind of toughens you up. Mm -hmm. And it has, you know, it gives you that can do attitude like that you have to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, regardless if you're a single mum or, or not, like when you have a child, I don't know about you, but your attitude just changes in, in the fact that like you've got this person you've got this responsibility yeah. you will just make whatever happen that you need to happen to make it happen for them if that makes yes, sense absolutely um yeah yeah and you know it's that maternal instinct that kicks in which sometimes i find quite ironic because i wasn't very maternal or wanting babies as i was growing up <laughs> that's so interesting and then so now you're a mindset coach what led you to becoming a mindset coach do you know what it was um again it's just a natural follow-on um from doing the training and yeah. nutrition and, and that with especially with women because you see um a lot of women quite not reaching their potential because they feel bad about themselves um you know they're, they're not quite reaching their training goals or they're not quite uh feeling how they want to in their bodies or the dress size that they want and it's common themes um you know and it all starts with your mindset and your perspective on how you look at things and how you feel about yourself and there's no point saying to someone you know go and do this amount of training each week it's going to get you the result that you want if they're not happy because yeah. they're not going to do it or you know if you're saying um remove this food or don't eat this to get the body that you want in terms of that you know you want to get into that dress but there's something that they're not happy with um within themselves or in the situation that they're in that's causing them to find comfort in the food and then you remove that comfort it, it's not going to happen um you know whenever anyone wants to achieve anything it always comes back to the mind um and you know i've done a lot of uh coaching training through um my iin which is the institute of integrated nutrition and then also some wellness coaching um training is there as well and i'm just in the process of becoming a, an lp practitioner too so it's all bringing it together to be able to help people to the best of my ability um and also through inspiring them uh, you know through my own journey to show them what's possible as well that's so amazing and this is exactly why we're having this conversation and why you are one of the experts on our platform because of your journey and because of your passion of wanting to help people and we with our system recognize that mindset is a huge aspect of wanting to change yourself for the better and that it has to be part of your journey you can't just focus on one thing um yeah. you can't just focus on your training say for example or just your um your nutrition is your mindset's got to be right otherwise you're not going to stick with it so um for somebody who doesn't really know what mindset is how would you define it gosh that's a great question um well your mindset i guess it's your um your outlook your perspective how you view things it's your um your your language and your self-talk if you like you know it's how you talk to yourself it's how you deal with situations it's how you look at other people and you know being a mindset coach it's just all about really opening up someone's um eyes to looking at things from a different perspective 
you know, like we, we all have these ingrained habits, which we will automatically react in a certain way to certain situations. And it's about teaching someone to be like, okay, hold on. If I just take a step back and breathe and just have a look at this from a different perspective, like, oh, you know, the potential there is I'm going to get a different outcome. And then just, you know, seeing where that takes them. Um, and if there's a way that someone's reacting, you know, for instance, say with like self-sabotage with like, you know, um, late night snacking or binge eating or things like that, then it's like, okay, well, instead of reacting to the trigger that's causing you to go down that path, let's identify that trigger, have a look at um, putting new habits in place that are going to help to replace that old trigger and then focus on the more positive um, route, if you like. So that's kind of your mindset, how I coach people into to changing it. And like I said before, you know, your mindset is everything from how you feel in the morning. Like, you know, when you wake up, are you telling yourself, oh, like, I'm feeling good. Oh, this is a great day. Or, oh, God, I'm dragging myself out of bed. I don't want to do this today. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an example of a negative and positive mindset. And if you think about how that's setting you up for the day, you know, you're either going to be putting yourself on the path for an amazing day or one that's probably going to bring up more situations where you're like, oh, wish I'd stayed in bed all day. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so interesting. I think that that plays a huge role in how your day goes. Um, and it plays a huge role in your life in general, what your mindset is like, whether it is a positive or a negative, how you wake up and how you, you're the first thoughts that you have and you know, mm. to wake up. But how would you say that mindset then relates to, I guess, the physical body? So, you know, how I guess maybe um, you view your body or how your, your body maybe even responds to the type of mindset that you have? Um. Well, if you're feeling, if you, like if you have a look at your posture, right? So well, if you think about, you know, when you're feeling sad or you're feeling nervous about something, you automatically kind of go down and you're curling up into a ball. Um, and that kind of feels quite restrictive and you feel like, you, you know, your breathing becomes a bit restrictive. But if you're standing tall and you're standing proud, you, you immediately, you feel a lot um, more empowered. So, you know, that's one way how like your mindset can actually impact you physically. And then the outcome from how you are physically, it, you know, that's going to project how you react to a certain situation as well. Um, you know, like I've worked with women for a number of years uh, who, you know, first, and I used to do it when I used to compete, the first thing I used to do was get up and go and get on the scales. And I, I used to wake up and I used to feel really good. You know, you wake up and you're like, oh, I feel like I've lost some weight. I've been a bit slimmer. Like my body feels good. Go and get on the scales, look at whatever the number was and it wouldn't be what I want it to be. And then I'd like, I'd literally feel this physical shift come down and be all heavy and be like, oh, and then I start beating myself up. Oh, I'm not good enough. Like why? And all because I stepped on the scales you know, but before I did that, I was feeling happy and alive and, you know, I felt vibrant and energetic and I was excited because I could feel that changes were happening. And, you know, I've worked with women, this has been the case too. And, you know, they've got on the scales and they're like, I've got to be this certain number. And it's like, well, you don't need to be, you need to learn to um, tune into yourself and how you're feeling that way. Um, and it, that all comes from mindset as well. You know, like that's a big um, shift in mindset from feeling positive about yourself to feeling negative about yourself. So, you know, if you're not feeling good about yourself, you know, when you're getting dressed for to go to work or what have you, you're putting your clothes on, you might be looking in the mirror and, you know, picking out parts of your body that you don't like. And, you know, that's going to be putting you down and lowering your um, self-esteem and, and your feelings of self-worth. 
Whereas if you, you know, you're getting dressed and thinking, oh, like amazing, like these clothes were really good on me today. Um, my body's feeling good. I really like the way that my legs look in these trousers. You know, those type of things. It's a lot more empowering and puts you in a more confident space when you walk out the door that you can have a, a better day. Absolutely. I, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I think what you said about posture just reminded me of an episode in, in Grey's Anatomy. I don't know if you ever watched this. No. <laughs> and one of the doctors was going into a surgery where she was like, I have no, she's a brain surgeon, right? She's like, I have no idea how this is going to go. And she was very obviously full of fear, but having to portray to not just her patient that she's going to be able to do this, but also to like her junior doctors. And she said, okay, let's do this. Let's just, let's get into Superman posture. So yeah. you know, chest out, shoulders back, you know, standing up really nice and proud and standing there for a few minutes holding that posture will give us the confidence. So yeah. it's so interesting what you said about posture there, because I think you're so right. It immediately opens you up, you know, it just brings your chest out rather than having your shoulders hunched forward, restricting everything. And you, you, you do just feel so different when you're in those different positions that like even me, when I'm doing one and the other, I can feel myself feeling different. Yeah. And think about how it feels as well when you, you know, you do feel sad you know, you kind of feel heavier as well, don't you? Or yes. if you feel angry, like you feel this rage and you can feel like it hot and burning inside you. Whereas if you're happy and excited, you're just kind of light and bouncy and, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you want to move and you, you and you feel happier. And like, that's definitely physical reactions to, you know, from an emotional perspective, which is linked to your mindset. Um, and you know, like if you are feeling a bit like sad or frustrated with something, if you're sitting there and thinking about it, like the best thing you can do is just get up and go and move and just get that energy, like, which kind of feels like dead energy sitting in your body yeah. shifted and you'll automatically become lighter. you know, like put some music on and just like, you know, one of your favorite bits of music and just go a little bit silly and, and jump around or something, you know, um, that's yeah. going to really help you to, to shift that and put that in a more positive um, feeling into your body you know because over time if you keep having these um, negative feelings like you know they're gonna like it's gonna build up in your body somewhere and you know you, you don't want that to be happening you want to have more positive vibrations coming through absolutely so bringing it back to mums um, and yes. mindset uh, I know one thing for me is trying to maintain a positive mindset waking up and you know think today's going to be a great day and then the child wakes up <laughs> and some days they wake up in a great mood you know but other days you know they don't wake up in a great mood and then like you say you've woken up in a great mood but then you've either stepped on the scales or you have somebody else influence your mood <laughs> yeah as such as your child <laughs> so yeah. how as a mum then can you you know I guess work on your mindset how do you make mind a positive mindset like a part of your yeah. day as such um yeah that's a great question because it's hard to do you know like you it's it's so easy for the day to escape you as a mum and I've only got one child so I don't know what it's like with more but I can imagine that you know if you've, you've got to juggle multiple little people's moods attitudes reactions and if they're bickering and stuff that's all yeah. stuff you know things that are difficult for for you to control um so where possible like you're just going to make it easier for yourself if you can just like remain calm um and try to not be reactive to the situation you know um with my son, you know, sometimes when he's been a bit grumpy um, or, or something or he's angry about something, I just ask him, you know, what is wrong right now? 
and then he kind of stops. I mean, he's lucky, like he's five, so I can communicate with him. But when he was younger, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> um, but, you know, now I'm, I'm like, son, do you think right now this is the best way that you can be behaving? Like, is there another way you can be? Um, and what is actually wrong right now? I'm trying to, rather than be reacting and getting angry and going, oh, well, you just stop. And like noticing that that's coming within me and like it, it's a trained process you have to do it over time you know don't get me wrong there are times when I can feel myself getting frustrated with him especially you know now when we're like not able to do what we want to do so as soon as I start to feel those feelings of frustrations I just say son I'm just going to go and have two minutes and I walk away and so he he knows as well if he's having those feelings because he sees me put that into practice um, then he'll go, he'll, you know, he'll say to me sometimes, mama, I just need to go and have a minute in my room. I'm like, fine, go have that. We'll talk in a minute, you know? So it's kind of being that role model, um, and just trying to remain calm. And, you know, it is hard and it does come with, with practice over time as well. Um, and I guess what's really important for, to make it easier is to, where possible to try and get connected to, to you as a person rather than you as a mum and having an opportunity to do that on a daily basis. Even it's just five minutes where you can just go and in another room, just have some peace and quiet, shut the kids out, shut the husband or the partner out and work out and just have that time for you because then you're going to feel a lot more grounded and, and in control of who you are and a lot better prepared to be able to go and, you know, deal with family life as a mum because that job's hard. <laughs> yeah, I love what you said about, you know, when I guess a tantrum or like a, a situation is about to escalate to try and take a breath and take yourself yeah. away from the situation. Take a few breaths and then come back and try and feel a little bit calmer. Mm. And I also love the fact that you're saying that your son emulates that because I think our kids copy us, like you say. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's actually quite a good tool for them to learn from when they're younger to try and cope with stressful situations. Yeah, it's just, you know, like taking that moment to pause because if you think like in adult life, um, we wouldn't always react how we sometimes do with our kids, but yeah. because they're there all the time and, and they're on at you, it gets a little bit um, challenging sometimes. So it's like, okay, I can feel myself starting to feel this way. This isn't a way that I want to feel. I'm just gonna remove myself for a moment and then come back in. And, and just knowing that that's perfectly okay to do and those feelings are perfectly okay um, to have and, and to recognize, you know, it's, it's when you don't recognize those and don't address them, that that's when like, you know, problems can arise. Yeah. And it's about then that's how you're going to keep yourself in that positive um, mental mindset where you're able to deal with life situations. They're not going to become overwhelming. Yeah, that's 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 a really good point. So how, how does one go about then identifying what their mindset is? So um, apart from, you know, you might you might think oh, I'm always a negative person. That might be very obvious to you. But could could there could you be a combination of both or, you know, what what are the best ways to identify? where you might be sitting if there, if there is such a thing as a spectrum? Um, like it is important to recognize that you will have ups and downs. Like, you know, that that's totally normal as well. Um, but I guess to identify what your mindset is, it's about, you know, listening to the language um, that you use with yourself, your self-talk, you know, your example you used, you used was great. Oh, I am a negative person. And it's like, well, if you tell yourself you are, then you're going to be, yes. you know? So it's kind of recognizing that. And just saying, instead of I am, it's like, I'm feeling negative about this. You know, it's try Like if you want to label yourself, 
label it in a positive way. Um, you know, like I, I am feeling good today. Um, I am in control. I am able to cope with this today. Um, or I, I am feeling good, but with the kind of negative side of things, you know, it's, that's where it's going to be detrimental to your mindset when you're putting yourself down, if you like. So, yeah. you know, if you find that you're putting yourself down, then you know that you're not in a very empowering mindset. So then it must be negative. Um, so it's, you know, having vocabulary such as like, I can do this, I will try this. Um, you know, having that kind of yes attitude. Well, like, yeah, yeah, I'll give it a go and being okay if things don't work out. So that's kind of where the fearless element comes in. Um, to it and like I'll give you an example like I was with a on a bike ride with my son just um this week actually and we come around the, this corner and there was a couple of little steps and he's like mama can you ride down that and I was like you know what I don't know if I can but I'm gonna <laughs> give it a go and the only reason why I said that is because I wasn't gonna break in time so and I was like right I'm just gonna go with it um and I did it and then we went back to the park today and he wanted to copy me and he followed me which was amazing um I was a little bit worried but you know like he he nailed it and I was just like I like I didn't know but I thought I would you know so um it's kind of like having that is yeah okay that positive mental attitude um not trying to be too attached to any outcomes just you know letting things mm -hmm. be as they are as well um and and being okay with it and having that trust in yourself you know right and, and that comes over time by doing more of this this type of practice that's amazing that's that's a really good really good point if as a mum i because i think Obviously, there's lots of different types of mums, but you see the mums who are very routine oriented and you see the mums who are very much like, I'll oh, just go with the flow. What would you say to the mum who is quite routine oriented? And with that, I mean, not just that you like routine, but you don't like if the routine doesn't go to plan. <laughs> that is also a great question. Um, I used to be quite routine orientated yeah. um, because it worked for me at that time in my situation and I had to be dealing with a lot of things. And so I was regimented, especially when he was younger, because yeah. it, it worked for my life, like with his nap times and getting into yes. bed and stuff, because yeah. then I needed that to happen so then I could go and do what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, so I was okay with it. And then as he's got older, um, you know, like I've a, I have relaxed a lot more because I think you need to be able to teach the kids that, you know, life isn't regimented and in box. Um, and it's okay to be dynamic. And, you know, like when we were being on holiday, it, it's not sticking to the routine of his normal nighttime because I want him to be able to understand that holidays are a time to relax and holidays are a different time to, yeah. to normal time. Um, you know, if, if there's a mum who's very regimented and it works for her and her family and she's happy, fine, leave it. If there's a mum who's quite regimented um, and she's finding that it's causing her stress and anxiety, um, it's causing, it's not working with the kids and, and things are just, you know, not ideal, then move some of the parameters, you know, like maybe stick regimented because closure routine or move the routine a little bit. Um, and then have some days where it's a little bit more um, free, if that makes sense. And to the ones that don't have much routine and it's working, like exactly the same advice. Those who feel like they haven't got a handle on things because things are chaotic, it's about bringing it back and finding that equilibrium. Do you know what? For me, I'm ex I was exactly the same as you, where when um, my daughter was younger, much younger, um, so baby and still napping and stuff, a routine was great because like you, you could predict what's sort of going to happen during the day. 
I know what sort yeah. of time she's going to wake up and what time she's going to nap and go to bed so that I could plan the stuff to do in between. Yeah. And then as she's got older, napping less and stuff and also having her own mind, um, <laughs> it's just a bit more try to have a loose routine that she can, yeah. um, that we can talk about almost and give her things to look forward to. She's sort of getting into time now. So it can be like, okay, at 12, we're going to have lunch and at one, we're going to the park. And um, the other thing that I also really ha had to do was make the time. So if mm. I wanted to do stuff for myself, I had to start waking up earlier. Um, when I knew that she was waking up at a certain time, my alarm was going off at least an hour before then. If I knew that I had to get stuff done on my own or just wanted to have some alone time, yeah. I had to have the alarm go off earlier. So I knew that that time was going to be mine without any interruptions. Yeah. And it's about, you know, identifying that and then being very strict that that's your time as well. Exactly. And not letting any like your, of your mum duties or your household duties like interfere. That's you. That's your time. Yeah. And that's another thing. You start off with that one intention, so I started setting my alarm, but yeah, then it took me a while also not to do the other thing. So yeah. I'd go in the kitchen and make a cup of coffee and be like, oh, I need to, no, no, just make the coffee, sit down <laughs> and do, there's no, I need to. So it, it, it is hard. It's really hard. How, how would you say that plays into mindset practices? So trying to, know, it's, it's... I guess, discipline with yourself. I think as mums, especially, like you say, we're very, we're pulled in a lot of directions and yeah. you know trying to do stuff for yourself how would you say that we can yeah put that into mindset practices yeah i mean as a mum like you're expected to wear many hats as a woman as a wife you know working as well um and it's easy to to lose that sense of you and then there's always that oh you know like i've got to look after the kids first or i've got to do the housework i've got to you know clear up the kitchen or i should be doing this as soon as you tell yourself or you find yourself saying oh i should do this then you've actually got to ask yourself do you actually want to do it mm. um and then it's like well if you don't then maybe you know have a look at that um but it's important to remember that you're still you and you're still human and it's okay to do what you want to do and you know if you're being you know like fed emotionally at your soul level if you like because you're getting your you time mm -hmm. and mums we're not selfish you know like we all we want is a little bit of time so we can <laughs> be our best for the rest of them you know it's not like we want a lot yeah. <laughs> so yeah like you know like you said all you wanted to do is get your hour done of your exercise in the morning it's what i say to my son right now like you know i like sit myself like i'm getting up extra early before i know he's going to wake up so i can have a little bit of quiet time get my training done for the day then i know everything's going to be fine because my needs have been met yes. and that's not a selfish thing to do because we give so much yes. of ourselves to so many other situations that we need to feed ourselves as well if you like and need to know that it's an essential part of us being a good mum you know because if we're not demonstrating self-care in that way to our children then how else are they going to learn it they also need to learn the boundaries between you know like what is mum's adult time and family time as well um and you know like you will feel stronger more empowered and in control because you've taken that time for you I, I couldn't agree more. Yes, yeah. yes, yes to all of that. <laughs> Just tick yes to the above. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it's so important for mums to hear that as well. Like you say, it's not selfish to, to want to have an hour to yourself to do something that will fill you up. 
and make you feel empowered and make you feel like yourself again so that you can then give the other 11 hours of your day <laughs> to your family, you know? <laughs> 11? Come on, it, it's the rest of it. It's at least another 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was being very, very, very modest, but yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so in your program that you've created for us on the um, mm -hmm. Strong for Everyday platform, you talk about the importance of creating a plan. Could you just speak to that a little bit more? Sure. Um, it's like I always liken it to, uh, you know, you want to achieve something. You know, you, you want to, to do something and it's like, how are you going to get there? Like if you were driving somewhere and you'd never been that way before, you'd be putting it in your sat nav. So it's important to first of all identify what it is that you want mm. it might be that you've got a few tasks that you want to do that day or it might be a goal that you want to get to um so first thing it is it's about identifying what that is getting connected to why it's important to you because once you know your wife wanting to do something you're more likely to do what it takes to get there if that makes sense um and then it's you know about writing it down so if you want to do um say i don't know you want to lose like five kilos in 30 days and you want to increase your fitness or something like that it's like okay you're having it so that's your goal you've connected to why you want to get there and it's like okay so what does that involve what do i need to do to be able to get there so it's like having a look at, okay, so maybe it's I'm doing an exercise, my eating plan and incorporate this um, and do this five days a week. And then it's like, once you've got that plan, it's like your roadmap to your destination. So you know that that should be your plan. So, okay, this is the way that I'm headed. I know where I'm going. I'm going to follow this plan. And it's going to give you the confidence to be able to, to get there, you know, like you know what you're doing. And then it's also if you get any little hiccups along the way, then it's like, okay, identifying those and then, you know, getting back on, onto your roadmap and getting to your end point as well. Um, and it's important to, to have a plan um, and also have a goal because repeating this process over time, it's also a step to feeling more um, empowered and your ability or your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, your confidence in your, your own ability to go and try new things will be increased because you're like, well, I know I can do stuff. I've done it. So it's like, okay, I'm going to go and try this. And then that's going to amplify your, your little bit of a fearless attitude as well. Uh, yes. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've definitely experienced that myself where, well, I've, I've, done, I've done this one thing. That means I can do other things as well. And I yeah. think, um, <laughs> Your, your, conf your confidence can really be knocked as a mum sometimes. So I think having things that you can say, like having a plan to do something, finishing that, and then moving on to something else is definitely very empowering and definitely mm. very motivating for future things that you want to do. Yeah, and it gives you a focus as well and keeps you connected back to you again. And yeah. so, because you, you know, far too often women tend to get a little bit lost in what they actually love doing, what they enjoy doing. And, and you know, they get stuck in being that mum. And then that, that can kind of, you know, make them, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, some some women absolutely love it. And, you know, that's what they want to do. But then, you know, I've worked with women as well who are a bit like, I just don't know who I am anymore. Mm. You know, so it's trying to find those little things that they want to do and making a plan to get there. Because then obviously that's all linked into being a better person so they can be a better mum. Absolutely. I love that. And then final question, which I didn't ask you to prepare. 
What does being strong for every day mean to you? I love that question. I'm glad you didn't ask me that before. <laughs> um, do you know, being strong for every day, it just means like that you can say yes. You know, it means that you can say yes to whatever life throws at you. Like, you know, me riding down the stairs <laughs> or, um, you know, just saying uh, yes to opportunity, just being open to what is possible and what you can go out there and get, you know, because life is for living. Um, and, and you want to embrace everything and you don't want to feel restricted. So if you're feeling strong for every day and you've got the opportunity to say yes, you know, you're feeling physically strong, your mindset feels strong and you're feeling healthy. So you're actually able to go and do what you want to do. And then, like I said, you know, it's just opening up for so many other things that you maybe don't know that you want to do yet. <laughs> That's such a great answer. I love that. Had, had goosebumps. That was such a great answer. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Aww. That was Thanks. great. Thank you so much, Claire. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm really Thank excited so. for this. Yeah, me too. I um, cannot wait to share, um, you know, all the things that you've done for us and just, yeah, carrying on working together.